Have you ever looked at someone who is a corporate practitioner or a business owner and was curious about their journey, what they've experienced, their passion projects, and the practices that have helped them be successful in their work? The Formula Exchange Podcast is a place where the inner genius of our guest meets your curiosity. Our podcast episodes are quick chats geared towards revealing the person behind the LinkedIn profile. You'll quickly discover and learn about their journey what they're doing, and our guest will leave you with a formula to help you conquer your next. I'm your host, Dr. Lenny Cook. Trauma and its shadows affects us all, and our ability to care for others depends on our ability to care for ourselves. Today, Cindy Stafford, the founder of ACES Matter, will share what she's learned about the side effects of adverse childhoods and how those adversities influence the way we behave as adults. Hey there, Cindy. How are you? Good. How are you? Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, too. Thank you so much for spending time with the Formula Exchange audience. Um, It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Uh, So before we get started and and dive into all of the loveliness that you're going to talk about, can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you've come to do what you're doing? Well, um, Well, first of all, I am currently doing this nonprofit called ACES Matter, which is essentially about teaching mainly adults and anybody who interacts with kids how uh, bad or difficult adverse childhoods can be on children long into adulthood. So the idea of the the nonprofit is to get out and offer education to people who have not, who have never heard about these things called ACES. So that's kind of what I'm doing now. But to tell you how I got here, That would mean that I would have to explain to you that at around 42, Lynn, I couldn't figure out why was I struggling with my finances? Why was I having trouble in my relationships, both like my friends and then like people at work? Why was I having a hard time keeping a relationship? What was going on with my daughter? I was struggling spiritually. And I felt like on the inside, again, I'm telling you about this journey on the inside, I felt like a wrecking ball and I couldn't figure out like, if I have done all these things, X, Y, Z, like then why am I 42 and feel like I'm still struggling with things that just don't make sense to struggle. So um, the long of the short of that, and this is the short version, the long of the short of that Lynn is that um, of all those things that I mentioned above, like when we hit, when we hit adulthood, those are like regular life stressors, right? Like we all have issues with our relationships occasionally and work stuff, whatever, whatever, right? But I couldn't figure out, like I had all this education and book knowledge and I couldn't figure out why am I having such a hard time communicating managing and regulating my emotions when something doesn't go my way. So um, I ended up on this journey, Lynn, and it all started because I decided to Google, like most people would probably do, what's wrong with me? And that's what led me to starting ACES Matter in a nutshell. Um, But um, it started by me Googling what's wrong with me. That's so provocative because you said you know 42 ish this is kind of when I guess the struggle got real and things just kind of hit the fan for you and we've kind of all heard that proverbial midlife crisis right and it it reaches you know it 
every community. I've I've seen and heard of examples of it from every community. But you've thrown in something that is a little bit an, another layer to that, the emotional aspect of things and how you were responding. Yep. So can you tell us a little bit more about that and the significance of why focusing on that emotional aspect was important for um, I guess you overcoming that period in your life. I realized at some point that, and, and, and good follow-up too, good follow-up question, because it really pushes my thinking on every day. I think my, 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 my meaning evolves, you know, as I do this work, right. Because I'm constantly uncovering something about myself. So, you know, if I was to teleport into the past of like how I got here and like why the emotion part became a, became a big deal for me is because I would realize when I would have a bad day, Lynn, that bad day would last <laughs> into like three or four days <laughs> and sometimes weeks. And it wouldn't, it just didn't make sense to me. I didn't consider myself depressed because I had, I had this vision of like depressed people not being able to function and I was functioning fine. It was just some things that were not, going in my mind as I thought according to plans. And I realized I, I couldn't figure out, well, how else should I have responded in that situation? And so then I realized that emotions are energy, right? Like at some point that came along, but I ended up focusing on the emotion part because when they were not now what I understand to be regulated, nothing went well from my health to my mood, to my eating habits, to my motivation. It was just like, um, it was like a domino effect, right? You know, in just one bad incident or one bad choice that triggered whatever that emotion was, right? And it, it felt like everything else would just um, go downhill from there. Yeah. So what has helped you be successful in, from that period to where you are now? Pushing through pushing through. Whereas before, what I like to tell people then is like, when you Google what's wrong with me, I think at that time in my life, one of the first things that came back was like, you know, take a personality test, or maybe it sent me to some psychology today article or whatever, right? And, and so it kind of started there. But um, I ended up realizing that subconsciously, I had given up so many other times on little projects that I wanted to do or things that I wanted to have uh, accomplished in my life. And I realized once I understood where that emotion was coming from, this is why I needed to learn that. And so anyhow, I was saying that I like to tell people like what, what was revealed to me um, is the subconscious part kind of reminded me of the movie Titanic, where we like see that the iceberg is like at the top. And yeah, obviously, you know, we can try to turn left or turn right, but it's clearly visible. But what sunk that ship, according to according to the movie, was what we couldn't see. And so subconsciously, it was something in that emotion was triggering me not to be able to move forward. So the biggest difference is I haven't given up this time. So what's something that people misunderstand about what you call ACEs or adverse childhood experiences? Yeah, I think uh, it's a really good question. I would say I'm almost two years into this now. And the biggest thing that I think people misunderstand about adverse childhood experiences is that everybody experiences trauma the same way. 
Hmm. I think that is a really big misunderstanding, right? And, and here's why I say that. There's a couple of comments sitting on my um, social media account where we literally purge research or pull research and, and codify, put it together. And, you know, we, we will post stuff related to like how to parent better. And there was a couple people on this post that disagree with the idea of yelling at kids. They felt like, you know, yelling at kids wasn't that big of a deal and blah, blah, it toughens them up. Right. And so when I say the the biggest people, the biggest misunderstanding people have when it comes to just child rearing. And then of course, you know, adverse childhood experiences rolling into that is that not everyone experiences trauma the same in my brother who he doesn't really like me talking about him much. We grew up in the same household. We saw the same stuff, right? We saw all the stuff that we weren't supposed to see growing up as a child, but he handled it differently than I did, right? Whereas I was able to you know, continue going, um, he still was stuck or is stuck in that place of feeling like life is just unfair, you know? And so everybody's gonna handle trauma differently. No two traumas are ever the same. And once people understand that people, not everybody can pull themselves up by their bootstraps or not everybody's going to automatically go Google what's wrong with me, people have to understand people are going to experience the same situation differently. It's just the way our bodies are made up. Our DNA is different. So of course, you know, things that happen to us will um, be experienced different. Yeah. The side effects are pretty much the same though for all of us who have a, who have a hard time um, get into that place of like, how can I work on this? So I think I hear you saying that everyone and anyone could experience an ACE and how they are able to work through it can differ. And yeah. those, the reasoning why it differs, I guess varies, right? Yeah. Um, so my next question is how could understanding our own individual ACE or ACEs um, affect or influence us for the better? I'm going to say people who seek this information out, the immediate benefit that someone will get as a result of understanding their own ACE or ACEs is this sense of relief of, wow, it's not me. Right. So crazy statistic, over 125 million adults per year, like after they reach this, you know, after that threshold of the uh, 18 years of age, they said over 120, according to the CDC, over 125 million adults are suffering from depression based on what happened in their childhood. So by getting this information, if you're struggling in any of those areas of life that, that, that afflicted me, whether it was finances, relationships, you know, my child, my work, my work situation, whatever it was, the study tells us to trace your roots, to see why you have this relationship with money, to see why you choose certain men and women vice versa, whatever, to see why you might even be questioning your sexuality. There's a ton of research where it all says, just go back to your childhood. So people could benefit from this, Lynn, not only personally, 
But let's say you, you know, you don't see any aces in your yourself, right? According to the 10 questions that they ask, you will inevitably run into somebody that does have them and their behaviors won't make sense to you. Once you understand, once you understand aces, whether at a surface level or you go really down the rabbit hole, people's behaviors will start to make sense to you. And then all of a sudden we develop more compassion for ourselves and each other. That's the end goal with it. So I'm thinking about people, and I'm just thinking about people in say the professional setting, right? Um, and the workplace culture and, and how, you know, various people show up in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> some people yeah. are, are perpetuators of goodness and some, you know, it's the struggle is real with them. Um, can, would you think ACEs have something to do with um, how we show up even like in a professional setting? Uh, hands down, yes. Like there's so much research to support that. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to show up, for example, well, you know, before I put anybody else on blast, I'm going to tell you how we showed up in my work, right? Every, all the issues were everybody else's problems. And when I say that, I, I, what they used to tell us, you know, in training is that I was busy looking out the window instead of in the mirror, right? And so be, because of what happened in my childhood, which was, there was no, um, encouragement there was no like teaching us like you know when a friend or somebody makes us upset here's how we respond instead our parents you know gave us tools for fighting they gave us tools for like fighting with our tongues and fighting with our hands just all kind of tools and so i realized obviously as an adult i can't use that at work but it's going to show up in the way we respond to rejection at work not getting a raise it's going to respond in the way, I mean, they can show up in the way of how we may perceive another person's email that's coming off the wrong way, angry, aggressive. Um, being late and absent to work also is, um, there's some studies that also show like the higher your A score, the more likely you are to have this many absences over a period in your lifetime. So the fact that they can go that deep with the sample of people of the 7 billion people in the world that tells us like everybody has a reason to learn about this. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, pun intended. This is, this is mind blowing, <laughs> this is mind blowing. And so you're saying that um, a person can determine what their ACEs are. And I think you mentioned 10 questions. So is it just 10 questions that kind of assist in parsing out, you know, what a person's ACE is or what does that look like? What does the process of discovering your, your own ACE look like? Um, it, it, that's a really good question because we get asked that um, frequently. And, and again, people are going to respond to it differently, but um, the, the, I'm going to say the, the nerdy part of me is going to say like when they did this original study in the nineties, there were several, several questions that they asked these women that were a part of, or this group of people that were a part of this study. They ended up sparsing out and selecting 10 of the ones that were most common across these several thousands of people that took the test or that participated in the study. So when you think of the number 10, I like for people to think of it in, in five and fives. The first five of adversities that are happening to children before they turn 18 are five things that directly happen to the child. And those five things could be something like sexual abuse, physical abuse, 
and emotional abuse. Like those are things directly happening to the child or not happening to the child. And then the other two are neglect physically and neglect emotionally. So those are all things that basically design the way that child's brain will function in those categories, okay? So just like when we buy a new computer, it's gonna come like a clean slate pretty much. You have to decide what apps you're gonna install in it. In those first five, we, we are designing the apps that we install our kids. And then the second five, Lynn, how, I, how we explain to people when you see them in two sets is the five are the things that now that the child is being exposed to, this is gonna determine how the child operates in those situations when presented with similar opportunities. And that is uh, intimate partner violence, also known as domestic violence, witnessing a, a relative um, or loved one uh, be incarcerated or sent to jail, witnessing a mom or a caregiver or whoever's raising you struggle with alcohol or some sort of substance abuse, the fourth one is witnessing a caregiver, loved one, mom, dad, struggling with depression. And then the fifth one, again, what the kids are witnessing is uh, dealing with abandonment. So let's say that the mom or dad or partner divorced, there's a feeling of abandonment there. And all of these physiologically change how that computer will be wired and how they will respond to these adversities when they get into adulthood. And when I say computer, I'm you know, obviously talking about um, the child because these are things that are being programmed in those critical years of life. Wow, so- Because that was a lot. So you take the test, yeah. answer yes, is basically for every question you answer yes to, because it's gonna ask you, did you ever uh, witness a parent go to jail? Did you ever witness a parent be abused, right? So it'll ask you these, and the more you say yes to, the higher your ACE score or adversity score is. So, ooh, this is heavy, right? Because I, I imagine uh, for some people, these are common, right? This is just everyday life. This is what you see frequently. Um, and for others, maybe not so common. Um, so I guess my question to you is, what would be, for those people who have experienced ACEs, um, especially in their childhood, but maybe even in their adulthood, right? Because some of this can translate into adulthood experiences. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. What is your formula for overcoming hidden trauma? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Okay. <laughs> so if I had a formula, this is, it would obviously look a lot different from when I Googled what's wrong with me. My, my first thing is going to tell you, don't go Google what's wrong with me. I did that because I didn't know what else to do. But the logical thing to do would be first to get your A score. And I tell people that no matter what the number is, our, our brains like computers can always be rewired, Right. So once you identify your A score, then you can start looking for books like I did to try to learn more about them. The very first book that I picked up was called The Deepest Well. And it was written by a black lady named Nate, Dr. Nadine Burke Harris, who is now the Surgeon General of California. So my formula was I took my A score. From that A score, 
somebody happened to recommend that book, which I immediately read. And because of all of the adversities I experienced in childhood, I've always had trouble as an adult, just obviously struggling from ADD, right? Which is another study that's been done to say ACEs can cause ADD. So because I've always struggled with that, subconsciously, I was thinking, I'm going to never finish this book. I'm gonna, it's going to be like all the rest of my books. I'm never going to finish reading. It was so good. I finished it from cover to cover in like a week. Didn't put it down. Right. And so I took away so much from that. And then in the book, the lady starts to give like pieces of advice of like things that we could do. And the first thing was, and, and that's a part of this formula, is get a coach or get a therapist if you can afford one. And if you can't, then find an organization that subsidizes those services, which is a part of what ACES Matter is going to offer. And then the fourth part of that strategy, that no matter what spirituality people um, are involved in or matter what people believe about trauma, the fourth most important thing with the formula that, uh, with this particular Cindy's formula that worked for me, Lynn, is I started spending more time in nature. So like with a computer, we'll just drop it off to the repairman and tell him to wipe the hard drive, make it brand new again, right? And so when we learn that we are connected to a much bigger source and we start to spend time in nature, just getting that childhood back in us, like the part that may not have been as stable, I felt like that was a part of my formula because it was through meditating and being mindful and spending more time out in nature and less time away from like digital things. Um, I think that is probably the reason why I'm here like two years later, which would have taken me a lot longer um, because I think that sped up the process, just reconnecting with nature. I had to re-plug myself back in um, and um, allowing just that connecting with nature to do the virus uh, software run on my body, if you would. <laughs> this is so, it's moving in so many ways and it's very refreshing to hear. Um, let's connect the dots for our audience um, and then talk a little bit more about ACES Matter. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, in terms of our audience, what I hear you saying is that um, most people, if they don't, if they haven't experienced ACES in their own, in their own life experience, then it's likely that they're encountering someone who has their own set of ACES. Um, and so uh, understanding ACEs can help us, you know, endear each other with uh, empathy and kindness and support um, so that I guess we can get further, faster together, you know. Um, in am I missing anything in terms of the gist? Everything of that you said was, everything that you said was beautiful. And if I if I could insert, it would be this is a humanity project, right? Like it's it becomes a humanity project, and and the goal is to leave a place better than we found it, right? We don't have to be perfect, but we can definitely say we can leave a be a place better than we found it by at least giving kids a better opportunity in childhood. I love it. I love this. Thank you. Thank you so much. So tell me a little bit about Aces Matter and. Um, after that, I will ask you our final question of the podcast. Okay. A little bit about ACES Matter. It's a nonprofit registered here in Winter Park, Florida, uh, minority-led. 
I founded it in May of 2020. So it's still in the infancy stages, if you will, but a couple of big projects um, for ACES Matter um, is to be the loudest voice when it comes to talking about these things called ACES. And when I say be the loudest voice, we're gonna work really hard to get things and people on social media to pay attention to us. So things being bots and then people being like, hey, I remember seeing something about it. So to be the loudest voice and to start the conversation where it doesn't exist because um, something else that is often misunderstood about these things called ACEs is that we, the scientific community calls them ACEs and in a lot of places, it's just people's culture. Spanking and cussing, right? And so our goal is to try to start this conversation where it doesn't exist um, so that we can hopefully renew a few minds and let people see like, you know, there are some uh, different ways of doing things regardless if it's culture. So uh, that's a big thing. And then also um, starting an academy for people like me, um, starting an academy to help people with the formula, if you will to go through this and then the end goal would be for them to actually get out there and continue to spread the word in individual zip codes. Fundraising is our third biggest project um, that we're working on with ACES Matter and then um, just trying to spread awareness, that's it. I love it, I love it. So the final question is how can the Formula Exchange audience help you in your journey? I would say, um, knowing my friend Lynn's audience, one of the ways that people could help is, um, A, by starting with yourself, I'm going to say, if you really believe in the cause, go take your ACE score. Uh, get your ACE score, and you can do that by visiting acesmatter.org, or there's plenty of uh, websites on Google that if you said, take my ACE score, you can do that. I would start there. Because people that are listening would be really helpful, even if they don't dig in all the way. The moment you start to notice some behaviors that could be related to childhood, then that's when we need you to think of me, right? Because we want to try to find these people and get them trained and make them better people for you to be around, um, if that's not you, but for whatever reason. Um, so visit acesmatter.org to get that information if you want to become a zip code hero. ACES Matter is the place to go because we're recruiting people who also want to learn about ACES with the intent to go out and teach somebody else, somebody else about it. So visit us and uh, fill out an application if you want to like volunteer, join the cause. And then if nothing else, if time is like very limited, we ask that people can follow our social media pages and share any content that might be relatable to you or somebody you know. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cindy. You have been lovely and this was very um, important information to share. So thank you for taking the time to share your, your passion and your expertise with us. Have a good day, okay? Two heartbeats to you. Thank you.